Welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden. So before we get started, I just want to mention that during the intro, my guests and I got so into our conversation right away that I never even got to mention his name, which is Dominic J. Zenden. He is an aura reader. He does aura profiling for people all over the world, celebrities, professional athletes, etc. He's an author of multiple books. He's a podcast host. He's a speaker. He's a magazine columnist, and he's a paranormal expert, which is so fun. And honestly, just the loveliest human, salt of the earth. Also, his lovely wife, Allison, is wonderful too. I've gotten to meet her. She's a psychologist. We're going to get into some good, fun stuff. I hope you stay with us and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden. Light pours into your entire being all through the day and night. You have light orbiting around you, emanating from you, different qualities of light and colors, which are all vibrational in nature. You are unaware that it is even happening, but it is. You are a ball of light energy with many colors, all impacted by your feelings, your desires, your intentions, all unique to you. Those things all affect your vibrations constantly, which are always in movement. They are always growing, morphing, changing, flowing, fluid, unable to stay stagnant, as you know, because your mind can never stay stagnant for two seconds, right? And the more stagnant they do become, however, the more rigid, never stopping, but slowing down at such a rate, it may seem constant to you, perhaps the same thoughts, the same feelings, the same things happening over and over again. That is when you have let the momentum of fear win over the majority of your thoughts, keeping you in a state of slower evolution, slower moving, slower changing. And this, of course, is not a bad thing. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. It is, however, possibly not preferable. Although to some in that state, it actually does feel preferable to stay there because it feels comfortable. It feels familiar, however small and seemingly safe. And the idea of opening up and taking in new beliefs seems uncomfortable and frightening. So the door is shut and sealed to a certain degree. And as you grow older, it actually is common for you to settle in and harden your shell, so to speak. When you were all children, your light flew out of you wildly and openly. The colors changed each millisecond, depending on how you were feeling. However, your thoughts tended to lean toward love. That was your default. So you sought out all the things that brought you joy. You could find joy in anything. You thought it was fun to spill your drink out on the table and make circles in it with your finger. But of course, you're stopped at every turn, right? All the other people in your life taught you to not follow those inspirations because maybe they were messy or dangerous in some cases, or perhaps what you're doing just annoyed your parents. So you complied to some degree and your color swirled. All sorts of shades of white, so pure, so much closer to who you truly are, were then mixed in with newer, more saturated colors. And as you aged, you learned to conform even more. You learned to do what you could to be accepted, or maybe some of you consciously not be accepted. And your world became smaller. Your imagination became less and less vivid until you could barely imagine anything at all and have it actually seem real. You know your floor is not made of lava. You can pretend it is for the sake of play, but you're not actually going to be in terror of your toe touching the rug if you slip off a couch cushion. We tell you this so that you can become more aware of yourself. If you were to learn that you had 24 hours to live, for example, would you even know what you would do? Knowing you don't have time to fly family in from out of town or friends, what would you do? What would bring you the most joy? I mean, do you even know? 
Because we're here to tell you the joy is the key to your happiness. That sounds obvious. But then if it's so obvious, why aren't you doing it? Some of you know exactly what you would do. Some of you know exactly what would bring you the most amount of joy. Some of you know that you'd want to see your family. Then others would secretly admit to themselves that they wouldn't want to see their family. Maybe they'd try to get to a beach or go for a hike. And if you don't know where to start, then your shell has become hardened. And that's a beautiful thing to become aware of. Because once you see that, you can start to soften it by searching for your joy. Start with something small that makes you happy or even just feel a little bit better than maybe you're feeling in the moment. Do you like to bake cookies? Maybe you just like to eat cookies, whatever it is. We don't judge. We just want you to take the first step to do it. And if you cannot think of a single thing, then what can you do that is just a little more pleasurable than what you're currently doing? How rigid is your schedule? What do your days look like? Is there a pattern? Do you need to disrupt the pattern? Can you be your own disruptor? What if, what if everything fell apart because you stopped controlling it at all? What if everything around you was a total disaster in your opinion? And because you stopped doing everything that you believed you're supposed to do, then what? I mean, what would happen? Nothing, right? Nothing. You're trying to control everything and your efforts are futile or futile, depending on how you pronounce it. You will never stop until you do, until you choose to let go, to surrender, to free yourself. Let the kids draw on the walls. Let the spider on the floor live. How far are you willing to push yourself in the name of freedom? Once you let go of one thing, perhaps you can let go of another thing. And in that space, in that space, an idea may occur to you of something that seems dare I say, pleasurable, then push past the ego mind trying to stop you and do it. And then you're feeling a little bit better. And out of that, perhaps an idea of something joyful will occur to you. Then try that thing. And don't be discouraged when once again, you get a sign from your inner guides in the form of negative emotions, when you're once again, unable to see joy in anything, when you want to blame the world for what you perceive are the problems in the moment. It is in that state that you birth desires. These desires are what propel you. They are the very vibrations that keep you moving in physical reality. They keep you experiencing life. Without desires, you would have no impetus to do anything or go anywhere or see anyone. It's okay to want things. You will always, always want things. But at some point, you have to see those wants for what they are. Simply ways to keep you moving forward in your expansion then you can stop and look around and take in the beauty of the world that you created. You created your world, the one you created the moment you opened your eyes for the first time, emanating bright white light. That is who you truly are, a being of pure positive love. And as you consider this idea, your colors are changing once again. And just like that, you've softened your shell. Today, we have an incredibly special guest. He is truly one of the most gifted humans I have ever had the privilege of meeting, and I cannot wait to introduce you so you can experience him for yourself. I have taken to calling him the Oracle, as in the Oracle. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't know that yet. I do. I call you the Oracle because he sees auras. He has always, and he'll explain much more about what this means and how that all works. And luckily, You can listen to him anytime on his own podcast, Twisted and Misunderstood on Anchor, (laughs) 
or you can go to his website, www.mind with a Y mindsite, S I T E.org and contact him yourself to do your very own reading, which I strongly recommend. He has Thank quite you. a fascinating story. So let's just jump right in. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the Evolution Pod Club. We're very excited to have you. It's lovely to be with you. It's, it's always nice when other people on podcasts reach out and want to talk because it's it's normally the other way around. I'm normally the interviewer. <laughs> so it's, it's really nice to be able to do the Evolution Podcast with you and also be able to talk about auras and, and what they mean. I love it. Everyone I talk to these days, I keep telling them to go to your site and get a reading because it is truly, I, I, I've had a, a profile done for myself. I had my husband, he had his, and I remember reading my husband's thinking the only people that know this about my husband are his mother and me. <laughs> right. You had such incredible insight that actually has been helpful even to hear about myself that I might not have been able to get to on my own. It's all very fascinating. But first, 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 please okay. tell the people, Dom, tell the people how it all came to be that you read auras. Okay. Well, when I was a little Dom, when I was only <laughs> five when years old. When I was old, a wee Dom. Yeah, a wee Dom. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was able, I was always able to see colors. And I used to see colors, not only around people, but their voices used to vibrate in color and as well as seeing music in color. So everything that was sound, everything that was personable or you know, energetic was colors to me. So I never thought of it any other, any other way. I just liked seeing colors. So it was just that. And as I got older and realized that not so many people did what I did and saw what I did, I, I, I was able to keep it quiet a little bit more you know throughout the sort of teenage years because you don't really want people thinking that you're going around the bend do you you know you Gosh, especially be... in your teenage years when you're just sort of grappling with becoming a person <laughs> and all of that difficulty that comes along with that to have this special gift i would imagine that's something you were maybe keeping on the down low a little bit <laughs> you keep it you keep it quiet you know you do you're just trying you to fit in at that point that's right and you, you play it to your advantage because you you learn to watch and learn about mm. what the colors mean so you get a slight edge because you're yeah, not sure. somebody that, that goes out there and shouts, but you sit back, watch, and you think, right, okay, that person's quite a nice person because they've got nice gentle blues and nice yellow and a pretty orange around them. And that person's really awful because they've got deep purples <laughs> and yeah, and dark pinks and browns and frustration around them. So yeah, you're gonna you have learn. to get into what that means, the different colors, how you discovered what all those colors meant. Yeah, that, that's the crux of what I do now. So learning those colors, it was natural. It's a bit like learning your ABC when you're at school. You don't remember how you learned it, do you? But you've learned it. And, and by the time you get into your, your teenage years, you're reading books and you're writing. And, and that's the same with auras for me. I don't ever remember learning everything about it. But what I remember is incorporating it into my thinking, into my life. So as I was actually with people or talking with people or experiencing people, that was always a part of it. And so I learned that, you know, dark orange outside auras, because auras have three levels. They have the outer, the middle and the inner. And I learned those three layers. I, I always looked for the outer orange, always looked for it. And those those layers were the fundamentals it was if someone didn't have an outer aura 
then they weren't somebody, they were an alien. Okay, gotcha. A, you understand? <laughs> Every, yes, I do. You actually said when you read mine that mine was inside out. Is it still or is this in that moment? The, the first thing that I got from your picture, because the first thing I do when I get a picture, and you have to forgive me, Jackie, is I put my hand over the face. Yeah, of course you do, because you don't, but, yeah, I get that. I don't want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know what the person looks like. It's not about that. No, no clues. I just cover the face up. Yeah. And the first thing I saw with you was lots of musical influences around you. It was it was almost a point. And if you remember, the first line of your profile was um, rings on her fingers, bells on her toes. Mm. She'll have music wherever she goes. And it was that was it what... was so crazy, too, because that day I had such an ins inspired thought to sit at the piano, which is not something that would have stuck out before that because I would always sit at the piano. But since I have two young kids, I yes. don't ever sit at the piano anymore because I have a baby who's sleeping or a toddler who wants <laughs> to get involved. And I never get to do it. And that day it was such a strong, compelling urge to do that. And I did, I sat at the piano. You actually sent me back a vision of me sitting at the piano very specifically. Yes. So there was something going on that day too. Yeah, because, of course. And I'm going to tell anyone listening, when you do send Dom a picture, do not worry about what you look like. As he said, he covers your face, but take it as take it now, take it in this moment, because he says yeah. each moment is like its own time capsule, time capsule. It's a time capsule. Yeah, it's a little capsule of who you are in this moment and who you are in this moment is unique because you'll never be in this moment ever again. Right. So that's why people come to me for lots of moments. They come, they'll come a year and then they'll come a year again and a year again. And they'll say, how am I, how have I changed? What's happened in right. my, in my energy in that time. And, and we can pick out the subtle types and the subtle hints of where people have started to evolve or whether they're getting more patient or calmer. You can see, spiritual. you can yeah. read those changes. Yes, that is, see, see now yeah. that's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. It's, so you learned what some of these colors were. So the orange, you said the orange is usually the outer aura. There's an outer, the middle yeah. and the inner and the outers mm -hmm. usually has those oranges, some level of let's call it protection or. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an insect shell. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, the, the outer skeleton of, of a person. And that is really where people keep their energy. If their energy is very low, they're tired, the aura on the outside will be very thin. It'll, it'll be very translucent or, or very narrow. And sometimes you see it with holes in, little punctures in the outer aura where the energy is coming out. Yeah, it's like a, looking at a balloon. A girlfriend asked me, and I'm going to have her, she's actually going to contact you, and I'm not going to tell you who it is, but okay. I would never, I would never. But um, she had mentioned that someone had said to her that she had a tear in her aura. Is that something you've ever seen? Or is that, it sounds pejorative, right? To me, it, it raised alarm bells because anything that sort of feels permanent and has a negative connotation to me feels yeah. not, let's, yeah. Let's keep it real. Let's right? keep it open and honest with people because, yeah, you can get little gaps, but it's very unlikely you can tear energy. That's not, if you, do you see? I do. I do. And yeah. I think people have different. Well, you're so open and I think you're so tuned in that I do believe you are actually. And we talked about this when you were comparing. We were talking about psychics and how you compare and and you were saying, well, I'm a different type. It's a different type of intuition, but it is intuition. And I think you're very deeply tuned and tapped and turned on. So I think yeah. you're really getting the love messages, the true 
essence of source messaging. So I we think agree that, on this. Yeah. but not everyone I think who sees auras is coming from that same perspective and maybe has some of their own um, limited perspectives on things okay. and adds okay. those. Yeah. I want to be fair to people because everyone sees things in different ways and not everyone has the articulation to put it across in That's such a, a way. Sure. And this is so important. And I'm words. sure there's, yeah, it's words. It's, it's, it's what we say, Jackie, is the thoughts become words. Right. Before And how you think, you talk. So if you're thinking articulately, you're also putting out those words in a very articulate manner. And the easier it is for you to talk, the simpler it becomes, the better people understand. It's not complicated. No, it makes perfect sense because what you're seeing have I, everything is vibratory, everything. Yes. And we translate those vibrations in our thoughts. We're translating the vibrations. But what's interesting is you have another process that we don't have. You are interpreting vibration through colors. Yes. And that is a lot freer, more expansive, uh, a way to interpret vibration than the limiting nature of words. Can I mention Gary? Can we talk? Oh, yeah. We talk about Gary all the time. Fantastic. Yes. Gary asked me to look at a piece of video of him channeling Joshua. I know. He sent me the timestamps. And I wrote it. Yeah. In in the time. You've seen that piece of information. Mm -hmm. And and that to me was very interesting because it actually showed how long Gary could actually tolerate a different energy coming into his body before he lost the the strength to carry through with it. Okay, so for anyone listening... Gary is who channels Joshua and he had Dom watch him in the video as he was channeling Joshua for a call, which you can go at any point, listen to on Joshua live. Those are all calls, live calls with Joshua. And as he's channeling Joshua, which is his inner guides for the messaging, Dom was able to read throughout the hour how his colors were changing. Yes. And as you said, as the, as Joshua was coming through him, he became more white, whiter, lighter, pure. And then you could see his blues and oranges kind of entering. They were there in the yes. beginning and then entering at the end as he got yes. tired. Yes. His, his human consciousness was coming back. So there was a time where he was pure Joshua. Which is incredibly which is, beautiful. Which is a w- wonderful thing, isn't it? But I guarantee if you watch a, a basketball, play, I mean, if you're watching a basketball game, you were watching Michael Jordan in 1996 win the championship. I bet you, during the game, you can see an athlete's aura changing when they're zoning I, in or a musician in a concert. I do this all the time. Right? I, I do it all the time. Yeah, all the time. I've worked with a lot of athletes, a lot of um, pro sports people, um, professional sportsmen and women. And you can see when their concentration goes. You can see when they've actually mm. in the zone, and you in can the tell, zone. And, and you can see if they actually are, if they're injured or they're not, because there's a lot of this. I'm not injured, so, but I am injured. Sort of. There's so much going on on right. a sports pitch or on a court. Do you or, see it in a, in a con- like? Have you ever gone to see live music and watch somebody at a piano or playing yes. music, and you see them in the zone, and then maybe. A phone rings. I don't know, but you can see their call. If you or or you might not even know what happened, but you see their thoughts or how they yeah. 
totally see it. I've been to see quite a few live music venues. I love live music. Music is something I drift into when I want to get out of being little Dom. So it's yeah, it's it's, an, it's sort of an escape. It must feel very pleasant for you to just let yourself go because it's all connected. Those vibrations and the colors and the music. Yeah, it's yeah. it's lovely. It's like swimming in a in a sea of sound. It's oh. beautiful. It's so lovely. And you can just float away on. I, I, I love that. pop music. I love classical music. Any sort of music I just absolutely adore. So when I'm watching music, I can see the colours from the piano. I can see the voice. I can see whether the, the, the person who's singing the vocal is in tune. Because sometimes they miss the notes. Mm-hmm. They, they go off. They go off scale and you can see it and they go. And, and they carry on because they're professionals. And so, <laughs> right. so you, you see it. Yes. You know, there's been some, there's some brilliant voices out there. So, you know, like Adele, she's got a brilliant voice. But when she talks, her voice changes totally. Yes. It goes from being really quite beautiful, mellow yellow, you know, voice colors yeah. into the Cockney Reds. You know? I love and, that. <laughs> and that's part of the charm. I love, but then you see how different that is. Yeah, that's right. That's and so you, cool. you look at people like um, Ellen. Say, take the Ellen show. Yeah. You watch you watch Ellen and she will get really bored with some people. And she and you shows can see it. it. Yes, you see it in her voice. She gets here, yeah, stop plugging your book and talk to me. And you can see it. Oh, she yeah, wants for to sure. Say it, but she doesn't say it. She's the ultimate professional. You can see it. I can feel, I can feel it. You know, we all have different types of intuition. Someone may watch that and they sense it, but they don't know how they know. They don't know how, maybe it's the tone of the voice, but you can actually see it happening, which is so. Yes. I had an ex-boyfriend who he's still one of my dearest, closest friends. And he is incredible musician and producer. And he, he sees music in color. He's the only person I'd ever met that saw music in color. Okay. It's just music. There was somebody who worked um, in one of the bands, um, one of the 70s bands, who also saw colour in sounds and music. They're great people to work with for me because I can actually allow them to see the colours in the vibrations as they come through. And then they can put the music. And if they can see the same colours in the music, they can marry them up. So we, we get a joint and it, it, it sends a chill down people because they actually get the same vibration through the voice as they get through, say, the cello or the, the flute or the piano. Whatever instruments they're playing, it really matches in. So it works lovely in harmony. It's beautiful to watch. I feel like this is the moment where I get self-conscious because I know you can see my colors change and <laughs> suddenly I feel very vulnerable. <laughs> And no, I, always call, okay. I always call vulnerability vulnerability is is being open and still caring what people think <laughs> it's a beautiful thing it's lovely i've actually found that people are very good at being able to disguise who they are without actually realizing they're disguising it oh that's interesting tell me more about that i feel like yeah. i'm a master at that <laughs> i think you said that in my profile <laughs> that i'm sort of a master of disguise I sort of did, <laughs> but it's it's sort of it's it's that thing where people know that they're not going to have a good day, and yeah. we sense it because I think we sense things long before we actually start feeling it and talking about it. We sense it in our soul. So when we start doing that, people tend to put this big cloak around them, and it gets very white and very grey, 
and you okay. see it around people's auras you see the cloaks coming round, and you think hang on what are you cloaking from are you cloaking exactly. because you don't want people to notice you because you're in the public eye why are you here? Why are you wanting to be in the public eye if you want to cloak? Yeah, it's why you, you get different signals coming through. It's, it's so interesting talking to someone like you, Jackie, because you're a performer. But there'll be times where you don't want to perform, but you right. still do. Right. And that's when, that's when you cloak. That's so interesting. It's interesting, too, because we talk a lot about what we do to protect ourselves to self-preserve to keep safe but yet all those things are just an illusion and they just keep us small ultimately it's not real we're not in any kind of real danger it's not rational danger and if you sense something if you have an intuitive sense of something your day is going to be hard then also if you lean into that you make it true because that's the laws of the universe that's how it works if you give that your focus that's what is true so then you're making it true and trying to protect yourself at the same time you're creating this we are the creators right yeah absolutely i I look at it like driving with your foot on the brake and the accelerator yeah sure yeah at the same time you're counterproductive what you're trying to do because your thoughts are real that's right i think i think of it as if your emotions are, is the ship on the ocean, the giant ship, your thoughts are the rudder guiding the ship. So if you want to go where you want to go and enjoy, then you need to be aware of your thoughts because your thoughts will guide you either to more of what you don't want or more of what you do want, depending. So it it takes a discipline, not a discipline, but a real awareness of your thoughts. It does. And another part of that is where do your thoughts come from? Do they come from you? Well, I believe they- that we attract thoughts. We are, we are okay. constantly, and if, if you're in, if you're in alignment, if you're anywhere from the neutral to curiosity, anywhere to ecstasy, right? You yep. know that any thought coming is an inspired thought from your guides. It's leading you where you want to go. It may lead you to a giant obstacle or manifestation you don't want, but even that is for your growth. And okay. if it's a thought coming anywhere from just, just below neutral so boredom, idle boredom to despair. <laughs> and that is an ego mind chatter, the thing, okay. the, the foot on the brake. Yeah. Okay. I've got a, a slightly different take. Let's because, hear it. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting part of it. What I see and what I think is that I think we are many, many lifetimes going yes. into trillions and trillions. And all those lifetimes are recorded in your soul. So your soul is intelligent, energetic plasma. It's in your vibration eternally. Yes, agreed. And everything happens simultaneously. Correct. I'm with you. We're we're, we're both on the same same level. Yes. So what is stopping you picking up thoughts from your future selves or from your past selves or from selves that aren't even a part of this particular reality, from other realities? So what you're doing is you're picking up thoughts if you're on that level, if you're calm enough, if your mind is still enough, telling you where you need to be, because that's your intuition. That's what people say is their little voice that's or right. their, their guides. I think we are our own guides. Yes. I think we are. The By the way, I even us. tease Gary about that. I say, when are you going to say, admit that Joshua is really you? just he in is. alignment and he's like yes. i'm never <laughs> okay. he needs to he needs to consider that he does but it's it is i agree i agree with you 
And I think you have access to all of those thoughts when you are in alignment. Clear cognizance, clear cognizance, clear understanding, clear knowledge. And that comes from every civilization on every planet that's ever existed. I, I'm with you in every universe. But I believe yeah. that when you're not, when you're in that fear mind, you block, you filter, you, you, you keep it at bay. Stay yeah. away from the fear. The fear is, is like the, the hurdle. It's like the, the pit before you try to climb the fence. But you, you just got Right. But this is why everyone comes because it's the how. But here's what's interesting about that as well, is that the fear is necessary. Of course, you have to have the fear in order to understand and evolve, understand what love is and to have the growth and expansion. And also it is in the fear that you birth the desires. Yeah, and, and the desires are what propel us and that what keeps us moving forward, what keeps us going. Otherwise, if we had no desire to do anything, we just lay idle and just be like, this is cool. But we came into our physical bodies to have experiences. But let's turn this word fear into something positive. Instead of calling it fear, let's call it anticipation or, or the thought of doing something that scares us slightly. Because yes. as soon as we use aggressive words, we, we hide, we cloak, we, we run away. So we need to be able to think of fear as anticipation. Because that's that, is, but that, is, that is an aligned way of thinking about it. So you're in alignment right now coming from a love mind. So what we're saying is the idea here is to be satisfied with what is. Be grateful and appreciate it. Be grateful for how you far you've come and appreciate for what is and excited about what's coming. Curious Absolutely. about what's coming. Curious. We're yeah. always eternally curious, right? We are guys. We're curious. That's what we're doing is learning. The, yeah. We say fear because there has to be the yin to the yang in order not to subscribe to fear. I'm with you. Just to understand what not fear is. It's all in the preparation. Yeah. If we prepare to do anything, we do it to the best of our ability. If we prepare to meet people, even though we haven't met them, we're going to meet the best people. If we prepare to yes. understand who we are and what we want to achieve, we're going to achieve. So the preparation is where the fear lays. And if you prepare perfectly, then you will perform excellently. Yes. And it's I would cool. say that we're always preparing perfectly and we're always preparing to prepare, to prepare, to prepare, to prepare. <laughs> so we are ready. So when the moment comes, we're ready. We understand. And yeah. to me, the readiness is only having the perspective that it is all for us. Having the higher perspective is our perspective of reality is our vibration. You're yeah. reading my perception of my reality right now. That's what <laughs> you're reading is anyone's perception of their reality. But it's lovely, isn't it? Because it's, it's the best. Joyful. It's that lovely, joyful feeling when you can feel, which is the only truth, which is love. You that is who it. we truly are. Where you are, what you are talking about is who we really are. We are, we are more authentically ourselves in this moment right now than, I mean, I feel I'm like, I don't know what I look like to you, but I, <laughs> this is like <laughs> such an exciting conversation. I, I, I'm so thrilled to be having this with you. 
I just love, I, we didn't even, I didn't even get to all the amazing things you've done in your life. We just <laughs> immediately right off. This is how I knew you had to come on because Dom and I were in a meeting recently and I swear, I just wanted to have this, just go off with him and have our own conversation. We could do it <laughs> yes. for six hours. I actually remember you saying specifically during that conversation that so much is still invisible to us. Yes, it is. Right. We, we don't know what we don't know. We do, you don't know what you don't know. Say it again for the people. <laughs> exactly. You don't know what you don't know. And you are seeing something that we don't see, which is where a lot of our is fast fascinating, right? Because I wouldn't know I didn't know that. I wouldn't know I wasn't seeing something that that is around that is yeah. quite real for you. And that of is course. so imagine there's an infinite number of things we don't know. Yeah, what else is there? Yeah, I mean, the spectrum is so wide and, and the vibration is so wide. And I think that we can explain a lot of the things that we look at as paranormal as things that we don't yet know. Yes, we just and don't. Right, like know. a cell phone to a caveman. Yeah, absolutely. A box it, of matches. It's and magic. It, it, so all these things seem like magic to us because we don't know what's at can you play imagine here. It? Can you imagine it if a poltergeist is an invisible entity, a sentient entity that can walk around that we don't see, that just throws things. It's not a ghost, <laughs> right, it's a creature, right, yeah? Right, but we right. just don't see it. And, and these sort of things bring us into things like um, imprints, things that really, if you like, impact on our environment, on yes. our atmosphere. And the things that we do not see, we don't know we're not seeing them, oh, wait, but they're still impacting us. Hold on. I, I have okay. to ask this. Have you seen vibrations or colors coming from a, a supernatural? It's called because I don't have another word, but a, <laughs> a dark room. Do you see energy yes. that you don't recognize as a person? And if oh, you were yeah. seeing that as a child, did that scare the living crap out of you? Absolutely. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It scares them. But what, what it, it does do, it tells me there is no such things as ghosts. It just tells me that ghosts are either imprints or they are actually sens sensitive entities that we can't see. Tell so, me more about imprints, because I, in my mind, I have a, I've said that I've actually used that word before, but okay. in my understanding of time, space, space, time, I always say time, space, and my husband makes fun of me, space, time, continue. <laughs> and so he should. As yes. every husband's right, that is <laughs> What's joking. the difference <laughs> um, between space, time, continuum, and my understanding of everything happening simultaneously, and our experience of time is just, I think of it as like a reel in a movie, uh, unwound, and each moment we're experiencing is just a freeze frame, and it's all yeah. happened at once, but we're just experiencing it linearly for example how does an imprint right a circle so how do you how does an imprint come into play here well okay your energy right you've yeah. got this amazing upgoing uplifting energy i'm the best i'm literally the greatest human on earth yes thank you yeah i, I remember <laughs> someone telling you that recently right right right, right. Okay. <laughs> give that person, okay. i need to know uh, give me that person's number <laughs> yeah i think we need to get them on right. <laughs> right. The, the, the beauty about imprints is that they are energy signatures that are in the atmosphere that are literally imprinted now some people have called this stone tape theory that every stone building has an energy imprint of all the people that have ever lived there um, other people would just call them imprints but it's how i believe that mediums pick up messages 
because they can pick up the identity of people. They can pick up sentences, words, energy, even descriptions, but they very rarely hold conversations with them. So I think we're all energetic imprints. Oh, that's and interesting. That's how the I had a different theory. This is interesting. Not different theory. It's all it's all versions of the same thing. But in my mind, I started to understand at least my experience of knowing things or having a conversation with someone who crossed over as if all of our guides consist of ev- guides of everyone we've ever known, everyone you've ever known and know have guides that are rendezvousing with your guides. There's millions and millions of entities. We're all one divided into this many, infinite many. Then if someone crosses over they're they're with your guides. They're still there. It's all sort of the same. They're connecting through you, through your guides, if you're in alignment. So now let's talk about guides. Yeah. And go back to all the lifetimes you've ever had and being your own guides. Right. So you're really connecting with yourself, aren't you? Yeah. So I'm calling my non-physical self, my guides, right? So this is my physical self. And I have non-physical selves everywhere, right? We're all, we're everywhere. I'm here and there I'm here. So when I say guys, it's just for, it's again, words, right? It's a limited, it's it's just a way to describe it. You're guiding yourself. Right. That's why when I, when I hear people talk about guides, I say authentically. It's it's your inner self. Yes. And I call it the inner self, the inner being. Yeah. In order to under, to help explain how I mean that your okay so your inner self and my inner self right now are hanging out they're they're <laughs> with us they're shooting us vibrations that we're interpreting as ideas we're bouncing things off each other and I see them as together but I don't just see them as like two people right Infinite. I see them as right so that's yeah. all so when I say guys it's expanding that to the yeah Let's anyone, change the language. By the way, to anyone listening, anyone listening, their guides are with us too. People connecting, whoever's joining in this conversation, whoever listens at a later date, their guides, their inner selves, pieces of them are also with us. It's a cascade, Jackie. Mm, I it's love a that. Cascade. It's the little pieces of knowledge, new knowledge that take away the old knowledge. So as we learn new things, things that we don't know, it replaces some of the things we thought we did know. Wow. So we keep progressing through. It's like, you know, our footprints in the butter. You know, we're, we're watching the footprints grow and grow and grow. And yeah. we're learning more and more because the things that we're not knowing, we're finding out because we're exploring, because we're talking, we're energetically exchanging thoughts because your thoughts cascade into my thoughts and my thoughts cascade into your thoughts, and they all cascade into everyone's thoughts who are listening, and they all build into this, okay, is is this really happening? Is energetic signatures real? Are auras absolutely? Can anyone see an aura? It's starting to cascade out there amongst people, a bit like dominoes. Everyone's watching the dominoes going all over the place, and they don't know which way to go with it. Because they're thinking, well, hang on, all this stuff is new to me. It's all brand new because I've never really thought of energy as as a signature. I've never really thought of colors masking what somebody looks like. Or I've never even thought of how somebody might be able to give themselves away because they've got a green energy rather than the blue. And so all that is now coming out into the consciousness, all because we've cascaded together. I love the cascading visual. That's beautiful. 
And I love the replacing, of course. And that's all we're doing here right now in this conversation is discussing new beliefs, new thoughts. Yeah. New ways of looking at the same things. And this is, we've been conditioned to see things the same way, as you said, for eons and eons and eons. So this is a very important moment. Yeah. Don't want to be repeaters. No, we don't want to repeat knowledge. No, we're endlessly curious. And that's what I mean by not the human way of craving knowledge to say, get respect, accolades, uh, reach success, but our inner selves, our non-physical selves are are so excited with curiosity, which is what, again, keeps this journey going, this evolution going, keeps us coming back life after life after life. What else? What can I learn? Let's explore this. Let's do that. I'm going to pop into this life and explore loneliness. I'm going to pop into that life and explore you know, abundance. It's so interesting. Yes. So the exploration allows us to have different thought vibration that puts us into new windows. So every new window that we look through, we see something different. So we can choose to look through the same window every day of our life. It's a bit like you going out your front door. You can go out your front door of your house into your yard every day. You might then choose, right, okay, I don't want to go through my front door anymore. I'm going to climb through my window. (laughs) I'm going to get up on the roof and and have a I've got the side door. Okay, let's live right. Okay, okay, okay. As long as it's not a cat flap. (laughs) Oh, I do have one. I do. I have a dog flap. (laughs) But whatever way you go out, you'll see it differently. That's right. You'll see your you'll see your yard in a totally different way. Correct. Because you've chosen to go through a different exit. So I think that that's an inspiring thing to say. Basically, even though it's an example and, and a metaphor, because again, it's the how, right? Everyone's always coming yes. with the how. To change your perspective, all you need to do is change what you've been doing, and change and your, yeah, change your words, change, change your words, the angle you look at something, change the way you enter something, change the way you think about something. I love that change, and even change the way you enter something. Be aware of how you enter something, because the conditioning has always been to blame the conditions and other people for how we feel. But of course, we know that's not true. We okay. no one can control our thoughts. No one can control our feelings. I'll give you a prime example, Jackie. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, you're doing everything on automatic pilot. Yes. Primarily, yeah. We, yes. You know, we have the same routine. The majority of us do the same things for the first 10 minutes most mornings. Yeah. But you choose the clothes you're wearing. Yeah. You uh-huh. choose. And whatever attracts you to that jumper, that skirt, that color is subconsciously going on in your mind. Right. And so quite often we color coordinate to how we're feeling. Oh, I always wear black. <laughs> well, well, this is black, <laughs> Jackie. You be in black, right? Well, you don't always wear black, but but the the thought is right. Black allows us to be able to be not seen but interested. Mm, it's a part of our persona. It's a part of where we are. We want people to watch us and listen. By the way, you're to wearing us. black too, just for the record. I do. Yeah, I wear black <laughs> deliberately, deliberately. Yeah, I wanted people to hear my voice. Well, maybe I subconsciously did too. And I didn't even know, but I so I'm tuned in too. I was going to say the first 10 minutes of the day is something I want to talk to you about actually, Okay. because part of how I got into this work is the first 10 minutes of my day until I meditate. I typically do not wake up feeling refreshed. I did recently, but what's happening is because 
I have two small children. So yeah. there's not, first of all, there is a ton of flexibility. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything the way I do it, but in, in my day to day, in my fear box, I have to do certain things a certain way, right? We know that that's all based on limiting beliefs. It's not real, but that's what I do. And what's interesting recently is that I have a workout. I run every other day and I do yoga every other day and I have a very rigid schedule and my body started letting me know because I'm sure my, my inner self was sending me signs about control and I was ignoring them. And so yeah. I'm sure that accelerated, ignore them. And now yeah. my body has let me know. So I can't ignore my body. So I hurt my hip while I was running. My body said, you're not listening. So I'm going to force you to listen. You got to shake it up yeah. a little bit. And all my joints just ex literally over Thanksgiving, it was head to toe, my knees, my shoulders. And I've been in very, I've been living in this perspective and feeling very good and having a very good time. And so this feels like, you know, I'm excited because this means I have a new growth moment approaching, right? So yes. I, this is good. This is, I, I see it's for me. I'm not complaining, but it is interesting that you brought up the first 10 minutes because I think a lot of this is about my mornings and how yes. it's my trajectory of my day and how I've been so rigid and controlling and my body yep. saying, quit it. It's time yeah. to shake it up. Move it on. Yeah. Change it around. So yeah, I'm absolutely, I, I, I don't know. The first 10 minutes of the day, I, I recently, I had a conversation with my husband that was very difficult. And because the body stuff I was channeling, it, the answer, it just wasn't coming to me. And I finally had a conversation with him, connected with him. We know connection is love. And the next morning felt like I had was refreshed in the morning for the first time yeah. in months. Do you wake yeah. up in the morning feeling refreshed? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. But yeah. what I think is so important is our breathing. Yeah. I think we have to, you're a singer, you understand about breathing. Yes, sir. Yeah. We need to breathe in and breathe out. And we need to be understanding of that because we breathe out carbon dioxide and that's what slows us down. Mm. So if we breathe it out long enough, we get rid of the toxins. Mm. I see these on so many photographs of people. When I look at their pictures, I see toxins which come out as lime green or like very nice rosy apple green, but they come out in that way because their breathing isn't in synchronization with their bodies. Mm. And, and if you learn to breathe in and then breathe out, your body will thank you. And you yes, will sleep like a baby every night. It's because interesting because I know every, I know every breathing tech it's I even put my hand on my heart when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> oh, and I I, <laughs> I do gratitude lists in my head. I take a deep breath, but it's it's in it's interesting. It's something to be investigated there. There's can, I, there's, can I help you a little bit, Jackie? Um because... hello. Yeah. <laughs> what what's yeah. how much time okay. we got? I, I'm yeah. gonna put a big sign up for you so you can see it. And it's gonna say uncomplicate. Yeah. Yeah. Totally strip everything back. Become uncomplicated. Yeah. Don't put too much complication into everything you do. Because the more natural you're doing things, the more energetic you're going to become. Because when we're putting too much energy... Oh, yeah, it takes energy. Yeah, it, it takes away the pleasure of doing it. Because we're so concerned we've got to do it. So if we don't do it, our day isn't going to be right. And we're not going to start this way. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do this. And it just complicates everything. I, I am so with you. And it's so funny too, because I've been setting intentions and the intentions are always 
to live a day in ease, to feel more joy, to. Calm. Okay. Yeah. Calm. It's the bit that I, I, I don't like pretending about anything. I, yeah. I like to call things as they are. Sure. If somebody emails me, I will, if I'm at my computer, I will email them back immediately. Yeah, you, you do it. email immediately. I <laughs> will. If I'm at the computer, I will straight away. Yeah. Because I don't think anything happens if you just think about things. You do it as you feel it. And if you feel it, do it. And the because timing it, is divine too. I do believe in divine timing. And I do believe, I mean, look, your our relationship is a perfect example of that. How it's just divinely. A, it's a miracle, isn't it? It's yeah. just a, a crazy, crazy, crazy coming together because I wrote a few profiles. It's, it's that sort of feeling that when you feel synchronized in your life, everything is uncomplicated. Yes. It's very well, easy. We're talking again in my in my words, I talk about that as alignment. And so anything that comes to you in alignment is inspiration, is an inspired idea. And to push past any inevitable fear that pops up or the chatter in your head that tries to get you to stop to keep you safe, to push past that and act on the inspiration. And we're saying the same thing in different words. Yes. Because if you debate it and sit on it, that's just the ego mind. And I know you don't like the word fear. It's too negative. But that's, let's say, just the chatter to keep yeah. you small. Jackie, fear is fine. It's just one of those words that we tend to use and throw in there as a hand grenade. I and use it as just, I define the work as is just the opposing force of love. So yeah. every negative emotion, anything negative, it could be anger, despair, turmoil, trauma, it could be annoyance. It could be agitated. It could be bored is fear yes. and anything from neutral to curiosity, to interest, to, like I said, ecstasy, anything in there, joy, happiness, laughter, all love. That for me is clear. Yeah. It's um, a huge list. It's a huge, huge list. Right. So it keeps everything just... clear with neutral being the little tiny meeting point in the middle. When have you ever been neutral in your life? Have you ever been neutral? Not neutral. No. But in the calm, in acceptance, I would say in that moment of alignment where you are accepting of everything, everyone around you and accepting of yourself and the conditions, that is what I'm considering neutral, where there's yeah. an acceptance, okay. may, maybe not a preference, what it may not be what you would choose, whatever, but a total acceptance to me is neutral. That's a beautiful yeah. neutral. It's a, I don't need anything to be different than it is. I am accepting of everything as it is. And if I was to see neutral in an aura, it's very, very rare because I see it as ivory white. And Pure, purity. I mean, it's, it's slightly cream, slightly cream. Yeah. But it's that beauty. And I see it in children. So, so often the children because they're pure and they're closer to who they truly are they're closer to they're remembering who they truly are they still have one foot in the non-physical they were very recently sourced so of course they coming in with that pure white and it is and then in the conditioning and in the parents and the siblings and life and society where sort of conforming to what's going on around them in order to be good in order to get the cookie in order to not be punished in order to whatever and that's when I imagine the other colors start swirling in as they start to. It's, yeah, it's so nice, Jackie, because I get the chance to do aura profiles for babies. 
Okay, I have to, you have to do my children. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to do your children. But people send me pictures. I had a picture sent to me a day ago of two newborn babies who were twins. I mean, is there anything purer than than that? Then it's beautiful. beautiful. The energy, but the energy was different on both twins. Of one course. twin had and one twin had, and it was just a lovely thing to be able to be privileged. Well, their experience in the womb was different. They start yes. to they start to inherit some fears of the mother and the conditions, and they're already experiencing it. The cells on a cellular yeah. level are already taking in the environment differently. So let me ask you a question. Do babies yeah. also have the outer, the middle, and the inner aura? Very, gent- very gentle. They're very, very diluted. So you start to see them grow the aura as they get past two, three, and four. It becomes a lot more colorful. When you first look at them, it's like a, a watercolor. It's, yeah. it's, so, it's so lovely. And you can see the ripples. Oh, ripples. Going out from the middle of the, the soul. And it's so lovely it's because they're re-experiencing. This is why I believe in lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes, because it's like looking at the ripples of re-experiencing something they've actually are ever so slightly familiar with. Oh, I have the so, chills. This is crazy. Yeah. It's beautiful. I so love lovely. that. Yeah. Because you can imagine, you mean your, your, your daughter, say for instance, she would recognize you, but she'd oh. recognize your energy. Mm-hmm. You could have been her grandmother, her father, a a boyfriend yeah exactly yeah. And, and it's that familiarization that they sense within you and that's what's beautiful when you look at a child because yeah. they have that familiarity coming from them yeah we're all so, eternally bonded i just love that you have such a unique perspective and truly just another way of interpreting vibration that i can only dream of it's just it's fascinating i i'm so i'm so <laughs> moved by your abilities i just think it's so neat and and it's really opened you up. You've had such clarity and you have such understanding through all this work you've been doing. I'm connecting with people. I mean, that's what you do. You connect with people. Yeah. And- I think it's so important to do that and to be able to be able to explain everything that you do so people can make their own minds up. There's nothing off limits. Everything I do, I want to be able to explain in very strong clarity. And if people want to understand or they want to ask more questions, that's fine too. It's, it's something that I want them to experience it as well. I don't want them to think yes or no. I just want them to have an right. experience. Experience is the greatest teacher. Oh, it's an amazing thing. And for me, when I send out an aura profile, it's like sending a child to school. For the first time, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, there you go. Do you get and nervous then, ever? Yeah, you get nervous, then you get the reaction come back, and they go, wow, this is wow. just wow. And you think, great. And, and no matter how many go. times you get that validation, and you've been doing this for decades, you still get that feeling of, uh, this is what I said about you. Is this okay? Do you think it does it ring true? That's it's, it's, it's lovely because I love it when people actually say, well, hang on, Dom, why have you said that? Mm. Why have you put that in there? What's what's this about? And I can explain why, because oh, they're that. open up enough to be able to say, yes, I can see that part of him or I can see that part of me, but I don't know how you can see that part of me. And it's that right. sort of clarity of understanding of that that makes it a really worthwhile conversation, because it means that you realize 
but that might be something you kept a deep dark secret for for years mm. you might realize who you are but you may not want to face it and if somebody comes to you and says you are this person this is something that you are capable of doing or you can actually achieve this particular thing because you've got this vibration in your soul they go, well, I knew I had it in me. <laughs> I just didn't want to take it out. I just right. Didn't want People to... are they're afraid. Yeah. Absolutely. So it actually allows people to really question why they're not doing things, why they're not accepting who they are and their ability to see things and do things and feel things because they never wanted to do it in case just in case it didn't work or just in case nobody felt it or just in and it's such a nice thing to be able to stand someone right up and say go and face the world and tell do them it. what you can do do it do have yes you're a line path time. act on the inspiration push past yeah. any of the fears that come up do it there is yeah. no failing as my brother says you fail upward like there's no it's all either a lesson or your greatest joy it's all perfect just as it is do you see your own aura when you look in the mirror yeah, of course I do. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to. But you don't? You don't like no. that? Is it strange to have no. that kind of insight about yourself? No, not really. It's a, it's a, it's a bit strange. Um, see, I only feel about 15 inside Jackie. I don't feel like I'm I'm now uh, uh, old. And that I makes sense, fi- though, because you're you're so you're such a pure you're living your aligned path. Of course, you're 15 and you probably are. I mean, you are. Why not? It. Yeah, yeah, I feel very young, but I look at this this guy looking back, who I think, gosh, you've got old. All right, and well, so- cover your face, put a mask on. You don't need to see your face, <laughs> you're, Jackie. You're not the first one to say that. Right? <laughs> I only meant to read your aura. I only meant to read because you said you cover our pictures. I'm just being very clear. I know, I know, you cover I know. our faces, I'm, I'm, but just I'm to read, your- I I just love that. But I mean, wow, yeah. that's yeah. No, you can you can see, and I can see you know, my wife's aura. I can yes. see how she's feeling. I can see how dogs and cats. And, oh, I, I'm yeah. so envious. What a great tool. If you go see your a, a family member and you need to talk about something, you can immediately see what kind of space they're in and how they're. Yeah, but we all feel it, don't we? We do. Like, yeah. We all feel it. We all know that feeling. Those are our, I, non, I, those are our non-physical senses right there. That's our intuition, yeah. our emotions. Yeah, we do. We, our, we know. We know if someone's angry Our empathy. <laughs> We know, don't we? We I just feel like you have real, you can see shades of things that maybe get lost on us, but I I love it. It's it's a lovely thing to be able to do. And sometimes it's lovely just to be dumb. Yes. Well, I was going to ask you that too. Do you sometimes wish you could turn, not turn it off because you see the world the way you see the world. It's the only way you've ever seen it. Yeah, I know. It's it's a crazy world because, I mean, I, I don't sleep without a radio in my ear every night i i always have a radio on because i hear so much vibration you need going. to you need yeah. to cancel out some of the that makes sense all the noise and, and which that's is why quite, you yeah. love the music you can get, kind of get washed away in the music that's probably love, very peaceful for you love music love sports commentary anything what know. about like golf commentary is like a good one that could help you <laughs> well it depends who's commentating and who's playing <laughs> right that's as true as I, yeah, golf you know it's just a lot of sky it's interesting <laughs> right, exactly it's interesting when i channel i and actually when i meditate you know with seven plus billion people on the planet, there's seven plus different ways, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I, because of music and you know, this from, 
from looking at me and from reading my profile, I channel while listening to music and I meditate now to chants or music. And I used to sort of say to myself, well, that's not the right way, but I know better now. It doesn't matter, but I need music in a way you sort of talked about as getting washed away. And for me, it quiets the ego mind and I can let the, I can let my inner self speak. Uh, can I tell you something which I've done for a long time? Please. There's, there's two things. Um, first of all, with meditation, I use smells. I use scents. I love that. That's great. And, and oh, so, I love that. Yeah. And, and the sense takes you into a pre-arranged visualization mm. that you've had. Now, when I was about 16, a few years ago now, I actually planted an apple tree in my head, okay. a little sapling. And every day I visited my sapling until it's grown. And it's grown into a big, big tree now. And I walk up to it and sit underneath it every oh. single day. And I watch it grow. And it's become so familiar. But the way it's become familiar was with the smell of eucalyptus. Mm. Because I always used to use eucalyptus because the Aborigines are very spiritual people. Yeah. And they said that eucalyptus allows you to visualize way past any visualization you would normally have just by yourself. So the scent of the eucalyptus tree, the leaves, takes you into a different um, dimension of thought and of experience. And it's deeper, it's more colorful, and it's more enjoyable. And so I set my eucalyptus, my burner, my little candle burner, and burn that, get the scent into the room. The scent triggers the vision. Like if you were to smell grass, you'd visualize meadows of my tree. And I sit under my tree and I meditate and I talk to whoever wants to come by. And I've been doing that now. This is about my 40th year now doing that. This is so inspiring. First of all, again, which I mentioned earlier in the opening about imagination that we've come that as a kid, you have such a vivid imagination. As you get older, you sort of lose that ability. So I imagine you having that every day, your imagination is quite vivid. And I think it's a very powerful tool. Yes. Creation. Scent. Scent is. And, scent, yeah. and here's what's crazy. There are no coincidences. Nothing is random, right? No, that's right. I, my husband and I bought this house that I have lived in for two years because of two giant eucalyptus trees in the front. <laughs> And I go out with my daughter and I take the eucalyptus leaves and I crush them. and I thank the tree. I make her thank the tree for the leaves and we smell the eucalyptus. And now I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I mean, I have to. That's why, that's why they're there. Right. And that is why I got this house. That is those trees. Whenever I say, oh, I bought the house because of those trees. And there's a whole other story about one of them. Well, was presumed dead. They're both over a hundred years old. And I yeah. said, no, 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 no. And I, w- I cannot believe I'm saying this on my podcast in the public. I went <laughs> to the tree every day. I spoke to the tree and I said, listen, we're doing some work. It's only going to be three months. I know you can pull through. I'm going to introduce, introduce the tree to my daughter had um, someone come and treat the tree. And if you could see it now, I mean, they cut the main trunk off because the whole thing went brown and there was only leaves on one tiny little offshoot. Yeah. And now it's, it is all that offshoot out of the, that big trunk that was cut are all these new, this new growth. This tree is just yeah. exploding life. Just living. They're amazing. They're amazing trees. They're oh, absolutely amazing. I love a tree. I love a tree. 
yeah, powerful the energy. Eucalyptus trees are really, really special. And they're both eucalyptus trees, and that one is too. So, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm going to re listen to your explanation of I'm so inspired. I cannot wait to do this meditation. I'm going to do it outside, actually. I can't wait. Um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful meditation. There's a, there's another one I use as well. It's walking me. up through the center of a tree, up through a stone staircase. You go in through the door. You uh-huh. go up the I love stone this. staircase. Yeah. And you smell the, the stone and the moss, slightly damp. And then you get to the top of the tree and then you open the door and then you go out into your meadow and you go into your summer flower meadow and you sit there and you listen to the bees and the birds and and just watch the butterflies floating around oh gosh, it's that. an absolute it's it's what i i call it my sky meadow because I i'm love going these up. visualizations yes yeah yeah it's a it's what I, where i use when i'm absolutely trying to calm myself to do something like either perform on stage or, or do a speech because I, I do quite a lot of talking to people or something important is happening I've got to meet somebody and I will go into my into my <sighs> sky meadow you're happy and place. I will sit there before I start and it, it brings me onto a lovely level where I'm just totally relaxed oh I love I'm so inspired by that and I love to see anyone listening to see where their imagination will take that, you know, where for each person have that sort of sacred place. Attach it to a scent, you know, into into your favorite scent. It can be any scent and instantly it'll be there because the the scent triggers visualization straight Ah, away. This is an amazing, amazing tip. It's an amazing um, meditation hack, life hack, as we call it. <laughs> yes. It's um, a, thank you. Sure. Yeah. It's, you never not use it once you realize. Yeah. Because as soon as you smell, you trigger. You go. You just so, gotta, yeah, it's you automatic. Of, think of toffee apples and you go back to childhood. Yeah. Think of, you know, cotton candy. and you're Okay. Fair. Well, now. All right. Now I'm at a fair. Yeah. Now I want cotton candy. So how dare you? Yeah. Oh, wait, you did say something about my metabolism. Okay, we have, we're at the very end. I just wanted to ask you. And now I'm obsessed with the fact that I've slowed my metabolism down. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. It will, it will really help you to actually take in everything. Because yeah. when I first looked at you, you were taking in probably about 75% of what's mm-hmm. in your surroundings. You were missing. Yeah. Because you're very energetic at times, then you drop. Yes. Then you're very energetic. Yes. Then you drop. This is true. Okay? Right. It's, it's, it's only what I see from your pictures. And, and so as soon as you see someone like that, you know that they hit a burn very quickly. Then yeah. they drop. And often, Jackie, it's people that want to be in a performance mode. They right. will hit a peak. And then when it's finished, it's like, oh, and they just drop. They just down. Right. I have to go, I literally have to get into my bed. I, I, I'm going and then I crash. Yes. That's and not exactly. caffeine. I don't need, I have no caffeine in me. It's just, how do, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, yeah, the idea to, so you were saying I was at 75% uh, yeah. taking in the surroundings. Yeah. So you're missing 25% of where you are because everything was running fast and you're dropping. If you just slow down that little bit, you'll probably pick up another 15, 20% of things. Wow, that would be so amazing. Your, your, yeah, your realization of your surroundings will become heightened. You'll start noticing colors and things that you've never seen before. 
because of that. If because I just slow down. Just slowed it down. You don't need to slow it down everywhere, just occasionally and, and see how it feels. Yeah. Just drop it. And, and if you do it for maybe a day, one day in a week where you've got a, a space, maybe you've got an hour. Yeah. Drop down just a little bit less and see what else you recognize around you because you'll start picking up the scents in the air. You'll start smelling things that are there that you're missing. You'll start seeing shades and different colors that you're missing now. And you'll start seeing things that you perhaps don't quite realize are there right now. Yeah. that have been there forever oh, and you'll start picking them up. Your perception will be heightened. Well, I mean, that is the goal. We're just talking about perception. So that's the greatest gift I could possibly be given. So thank you, yeah. Dom. You came on my podcast. We had the best time. <laughs> thank you. It's been great, hasn't it? Really it's such enjoyable. an honor. It's such an honor for me. And I know it's going to have so much impact on so many people listening. I know they're going to be so excited. Please go to his website, contact him have him read a profile. He takes about two to three hours on each one. He'll send you a, a sheet about yourself that will blow your mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, no pressure. And I know, as you said, if you have any questions, you could always follow up. I just love having a conversation with you and, and it's different from what I normally talk about with Gary. So I just love hearing your perspective on things and thank you. And by it's, the way, I, I love you too, Gary. I don't I mean that. He knows what I mean. <laughs> oh, Gary's special. He, he's a special guy. Yeah, but he is. Th there is this thing about people being connected across the world. And as soon as you feel connections, they stay. They don't go. Yeah. They stay. Of course. Because they're real. They're the, they're the reality of what it is to be alive. Because now we've got all the technology that we That's can right. be alive. That's right. And we don't need to be isolated. We don't need to be thinking these thoughts. And if we have something that's inimitable or new, we can share it. And, and never be afraid to share what's new. If you're thinking something, share it. It starts the conversation. It brings it out into the open. It's just a great way of being. That's the perfect way to close. Thank you so much. Thank you again for joining us. Again, I'm so grateful to my guest, Dominic Zenden. You can go to his website, MindSite, M-Y-N-D-S-I-T-E.org, if you want a reading for yourself. And you could check out his podcast, Twisted and Misunderstood. Such a cool conversation. We ended up talking for another hour. I should not have stopped recording. But we'll have him back and we'll get into some more stuff. Very, very cool. Until next time, this is Jackie Side and sending love.